Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we discuss, educate and talk about industry news and hot topics, company reviews and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International. With a career covering nearly two decades, Mining International partners with new and junior miners and larger predominant players in the market. With no further ado, here is your host, Rob Tyson. Hi, it's Rob Tyson here. And today on the Dig Deep, the mining podcast, we're going to hear from the CEO and director of Green Gold Engineering, Malcolm Patterson who are a mineral project development and production company based in Indonesia, who specialise in developing innovative technologies to reduce costs and improve recovery in the process of minerals. Um, I'm going to hand over to Malcolm soon, um, who's going to tell us about Green Gold Engineering and what exciting projects in technology they're developing and will be bringing to the market. We're conducting this podcast over Skype, so apologies if there is any connection issues, um, but hopefully we should uh, we should be all, all okay. Okay, Malcolm, I'll hand over to yourself. Hi, Rob. Yes, uh, we've got a small engineering company. Um, we call it Green Gold Engineering. It's based in Jakarta. Um, we'll soon be changing the name to Green Gold Technology because uh, we're wanting to focus or to give the... Uh, uh, I guess a truer impression that we are actually a technology company as opposed to an engineering company. Um, I've I've had 45 years in the in the minerals business, uh, a lot of time spent in Africa and in Australia, and in Asia. Uh, previously, I was uh, a director of a small engineering company in in Australia called Signet Engineering, and I guess that's where most of this uh, this technology got started. Um, after running a couple of operations in Indonesia, we had a, uh, a mine there which had this uh, resin technology uh, incorporated when we built the, the, the plant back in 98. Um, having successfully commissioned that and run for about five years, five, six years, we, have, uh, we decided we would take that technology and commercialize it. And we formed an independent company about two years ago called Green Gold Engineering. And we've started to build up this business now based in based in Indonesia. But uh, the idea is that it, it's got international appeal. And it's not just the resin technology. We do actually have, cover a full spread of disciplines. The company is set up so that we can take a project right through from exploration right through to uh, production. So within the company, we have the uh, disciplines of exploration, drilling, uh, geology, mining, processing, engineering, and and project uh, uh, construction and commissioning. So, what we have is a full spread of uh, of disciplines. Now, not a lot of companies have this sort of uh, spread, uh, but what we've decided is we want we need the full spread, but we've actually got a very narrow depth in terms of uh, the application. So, we just focus on um, gold, silver, and copper. So we don't try and be everything to everybody. We just focus on those couple of minerals and we're specialists in those minerals and that's what we do. But we feel it's very important if you're developing a project, you need this full range of capabilities. So many um, startups in particular, they go out to consultants and they uh, have a whole variety of geologists and, and uh, 
mining and processing and engineers. And what happens is it's a very much a silo mentality. So what we do is we, we've got rid of that um, and we've got all those disciplines in-house. Um, we have the client, they come and work with us and they have access to all those disciplines at the same time. And there's very good communication. So we find that we can actually develop a project um, from start to finish without having these gaps. Because we've also got a strong uh, operations background, we, we, we understand what it takes to actually make a project. So when you're doing a feasibility study, we are very much aware of what's involved and what you're trying to achieve in the end in terms of operations. And that really does help. So we have this broad range of capability, um, which is, uh, we, we find is, is, is where, we need, where we need to be. And we've focused in gold, silver and copper. But we have a couple of other layers, and they basically are technology. So we, we want to be an innovative company. So we have this uh, specialist resin technology, but it's not just about resin, which is to do with um, detoxification of tailings. We have technology right the way through, right from um, comminution through to um, leaching through uh, carbon, especially the gold room, We what we call the gold room. We have some specialist equipment because we also – design and sell uh, process equipment ourselves. And this gives us that, that much deeper um, involvement in the whole design process. And we put in equipment that we, uh, we know works. We have relationships, partnerships with suppliers, whether they're uh, mill suppliers, agitator suppliers, and this, these suppliers work with us. And we, it, it shortens the process quite often of developing a project because we understand that uh, these people um, they give us a good, a good, uh, good value for money, and and we we believe in their their products. So that helps having these partnerships to uh, uh, to build up this this I guess this integrated capability that we have for developing projects. Being based in in Indonesia is quite is, is quite useful for us um, because we have some very good capability. We're not a big company. We say we this is now our second year of operation. We're up to 60, 60 employees. A very strong en engineering capability, but we're building up the process and, and geology groups um, at the moment. We've got uh, some good capability there. We're doing projects all over the world. We're busy in places like Alaska, South America, um, Australia, and and Asia. So and Africa. So we're busy. We're busy pretty well. We've got um, probably twenty projects that we're involved in at the moment at all sorts of stages. One project we're busy with the the, the front end, which is the geology. We have geologists from Indonesia actually working in Australia, um, which is quite uh, quite novel. So, and other other projects we're we're taking from feasibility. Um, some projects are brownfields, so we're just installing resin plants into brownfields operations. So we uh, we do cover the full the full range of of projects. So we are we are developing um, on an international basis, and this is where we see our future. We think that um, eventually. Uh, our technology will become a standard in the industry. It's it's a battle at the moment in terms or a challenge uh, to get the project uh, the the product accepted because uh, the mining industry is naturally um, conservative, and and yeah we we understand that there's a lot of capital involved in in building projects, um, a lot of risk, so people don't want to take on new technology uh, easily. They like it to be proven. So. But we're we're finding that uh, it's it's becoming more and more acceptable. We think it's still going to be a few years before it becomes a standard. It might be three, four, five years, but 
eventually we think it will be. And then, you know, people won't want to know, is it going to work on their project? Because it's it's pretty general, This um, especially the resin technology. It, it, it works on, on just about every every ore. It's all customized. Every project is uh, is different. Some have high coppers, some have uh, high irons, some have nasters in there, mercury. Um, so some have high free cyanides. If you've got uh, high silvers, what we do is we, um, with the resin process, you can increase the silver the silver levels quite uh, quite the silver recovers very easily because um, we can we can afford to put in higher cyanide levels. So technology has has lots of uh, lots of advantages besides just being a detoxification. As I say, we it's not just the resin process. We do look at the total the total flow sheet and we we integrate what we've got in in those areas into the total flow sheet because it has an impact on on other areas. So um, I suppose my, one of my first questions is, um, so uh, green gold engineering and green, green gold technologies have obviously, as it's soon to be known, um, how do you differ from your competition? The differentiation is, is that we do have this full, full breadth of, uh, of capability, uh, right, right from geology, right through, right from exploration. As I say, we even have a drilling capability. Um, and we have a we have this approach, I guess, from the operations standpoint, because we've been involved in operations and um, and running running uh, gold silver mines. Um, we have this 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 deeper understanding, and we feel that um, this integration gives us a real advantage. And it's it's important, especially um, integration of geology and process. The two that and we do practice this uh, science called geomet. Sorry, ge- geomet. Geomet is. A lot of people pay lip service to it, but because we've got it in-house, we actually have a geologist sitting next to a metallurgist, you know, and that's how we get that that integration. So one of our differentiations is that we have this in-house capability throughout throughout the project uh, um, uh, period, so we can we can take things right through. That it, it gives us that that across-the-board understanding, if, because if the metallurgist doesn't understand what's in the ground, doesn't understand what's being mined, then he can't really, the process engineer can't, can't really design a good plan. So we make sure that we get that, that integration. And then we got this technology that we layer underneath it, we got the equipment, and we've got innovation. What we do is we, we don't just think as a run-of-the-mine, run-of-the-mill, run-of-anything engineer. We actually do um, think outside the box. We bring innovation, um, and we find that we can take a project that might not be economic, um, might be have problems with whether it's grade, whether it's um, high copper levels causing sunlight consumption. We can take those projects and just thinking outside the box, we can turn them around. We've done that in a few instances already, so we we have that um, that track record where we've got projects that we've. Uh, We've made economic, and we're involved in two of those at the moment. Uh, I suppose a question that the audience may may be interested in to know: How comes you're based in Indonesia, and obviously some of your management team are Australian? Um, how comes you chose Indonesia to to start this business up and continue operating in in Indonesia? Very simple. Um, the the operations we were involved in um, from the uh, from the client side, well, we're in we're in Indonesia. Um, and there was one project that um, I was involved in uh, as uh, the engineer in, in, in Signet um, in Perth, Australia, was uh, 
designing and building a project in central Kalimantan called the Mirror Project. And that was the one that was put on put on hold for um, uh, for 10 or so years. It was almost commissioned. It was two months away from commissioning back in 98. Uh, the, the owners thought, well, the gold price is coming back up in about 2006. Um, I was called back to take over and commission, finish off construction, commission and to run it. And that was really the where we formed the Indonesian base. It was in that within that company, within that operating company, we built up an engineering capability. The engineering capability was to um, continue development of other operations within that company. Um, and we did that. We had um, a second project and uh, there was a third project underway. But it really was a very slow process. Um, and while we were doing that, we were building up this project development capability in the end. Um, the owner said, "Look, um, you can if you if you really want to develop this technology and commercialize it, you can move out as a as an independent company." And that's what we did. So we were pretty well established in Indonesia um, with Indonesian capability. We have Australians. We've um, we've got Australian engineering manager, process manager, and uh, um, also the geologist and uh, commercial manager, which is uh, which is Peter Mello, um, working in Indonesia. Some of them are based in Indonesia. Some of them are based in Australia. What makes your sort of technology uh, unique, um, and what are the benefits to a mine mining company if you're actually using your technology? It's unique in as much as it's probably the best technology available for detoxification of tailings, and it's it's best because it actually um, can make you money as opposed to costing money, which is what the conventional detox process does. Conventional detox to add reagents, to destroy cyanide, to precipitate the metal cyanide complexes, and that's how they detoxify in, in, um, in, in the standard process. What we do is our, our process recovers cyanide for recycle, and we recover the metals for sale. So we, we actually finish up with a net revenue out of, those, um, out of that detoxification. Okay. What about your, um, and I think I might have read this on your website, uh, your geology division. Um, what, what is the uh, cost um, benefit to sort of junior explorers in using your technology? Oh, from, from, the, uh, from the geology standpoint, um, uh, we've been uh, doing, doing feasibility studies and uh, taking them right from exploration, um, resource estimation, uh, in Indonesia, and I've been extremely impressed with the capability of some of these guys that uh, are running running some of these programs, and also the field guys, very impressed. And that's why we're, we're now um, using them on an international basis. We as I say we've we've got a whole team working in Victoria, in Australia, on a on a grassroots project doing doing geology. They're doing core logging. They're um, they're great database guys, and they really and, and resource modeling. They really do think outside the box. I've been very impressed, um, and we get the cost benefit. Uh, we get we get a good good cost benefit by having this um, this this Indonesian base. But the quality is there. It's it's very interesting. Okay. Completely different. Mm. Mm. Okay, and so concluding, um, what can you offer? mining companies obviously your your services that you can offer a mining company um and what what markets are you particularly targeting we we like to get involved early on in a project because we find um all too often we can come we can come in late and and we change things um 
<laughs> and we find, in fact, there's two projects we're just working on in Australia at the moment. To um, and uh, there, one is a grassroots project, and uh, the feasibility study was completed um, end of last year, and it didn't didn't stack up. So uh, we were brought back in, brought in um, to uh, to have a look at it, and we've. Uh, We've turned it around, and that that was because of the application of the technology. The technology, and the, this that particular project had a copper, um, a nuisance copper project a problem. It was the copper levels were just uh, high enough to be a nuisance, not high enough to have any real value, just to be a be a large cyanide consumer. So, using our technology, we can, um, you know, the, the, they can forget the copper is a, is a problem. They can just focus on the gold, which is where yeah. the value is. Yeah. So that's. Um, that that's one of the, the the main differences. The other project we've got is uh, a tailings project. Same, it's a similar as a similar um, application, but again, it's it's just turning the flow sheet on its head, thinking outside the box. That that's when it comes to the processing. But we also have another value add that uh, I guess in some ways we're we're not going to be very popular um, with a lot of uh, consultants and contractors because. We believe that mining companies should be very much self-supporting. So it doesn't matter if they're doing drilling or they're doing mining or they're doing assaying. We like to set them up to have that in-house capability. It saves a huge amount of money. Absolutely. And people are frightened of this, especially the juniors. They get frightened that, oh, no, let's go to a contractor. It's much easier. We just you know they take the responsibility. But in the end, it's it's confusing. You got you have to have two teams. Um, it costs you a lot more money. Um, it's usually quite different to what they tell you in the first place. So our experience is, and we've done it on several projects, we've set up the mining company to have this in-house capability. The laboratories are, are just, you know, to have that in-house capability is just superb. The same with the drilling. It gives you a lot of flexibility. So we will set them up. We'll tell them which, what equipment to buy. We'll, we'll look at the recruiting, set up the uh, the organization structure will set up the maintenance for them. So we do we do this full full capability. So we set them up for an operation, um, and we have these people that have got expertise. They've been through it. They know know how to do it. And um, it saves them millions and millions of dollars every year. Absolute fortune. Okay, well, thank you, uh, Malcolm, for taking the time to uh, discuss green gold engineering and obviously soon to be green gold technologies. Um, and what you're looking to do to develop and achieve um, and how you can actually add value to a mining company's processing facilities. Um, if your audience wants to uh, contact you, um, how can they go about doing that? Uh, the best uh, initial contact is um, is on, on the website. We have a, a page on the website or they can just send a, an email email direct. Um, the, the email address is they're both um, greengoldengineering.com. Uh, and if they want to send to me directly, it's just Malcolm at GreenGoldEngineering.com. And do you are you on any social media platforms at all? No. No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Peter, Peter, Peter Miller, our commercial manager, is um, is is also a very good person to uh, 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 to contact. Peter okay. is. Uh, on, on uh, such things as link, LinkedIn and uh, a few others, I'm sure. Yeah, so you can contact him via that. That's fine. Uh, yes. Alternatively, yeah. you can contact myself if you want to ask uh, Malcolm or even Peter any questions. 
Uh, you can email me at rob at mining-international.org. I can pass those messages on to uh, either of you. Um, hope you enjoy the podcast. Appreciate any feedback that you can give. So until next time, happy mining. Thanks for listening to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. If there are any topics you want discussed or questions you want to ask any guests, then you can email us at rob at mining-international.org or you can follow Rob and Mining International on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube for more content and to have your questions answered. Until next time, happy mining.